Hello and welcome to the Networking Diaries. So uh, with me this month, I have the wonderful Ali Meehan. I thought I would go across the pond today. So we are meeting with wonderful Ali who set up Costa Women um, across Spain. Now, Ali, perhaps you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your networking organisation. Yeah, thank you. Hi, Lizzie. Really lovely to be part of your show. So I set up Costa Women for purely selfish reasons because I wanted to make friends. We had lived in various parts of the world um, and we're coming back to Spain to live permanently. And when I lived here originally in 2002, it was really hard to make friends. It was before social media. Um, I was working from home. I worked from home for a company based in the Middle East and it was actually really hard to, to make that leap and find friends. So I decided that when I came back, I would build something um, both social and business um, wise, not just not one or the other, but both so that I could actually start making some friends. So that's really where it started. Awesome. So, I mean, networking is for is, you know, um, talking about the friendship element there, um, that networking is is a more natural way to kind of build your business and I think I, I'm safe to say that a lot of my members have actually become my friends there's lots of information that I share with them that I might not share to to other people as well it's fantastic so Ali when did you tell us a little bit more in depth about your networking uh, your networking events that you run um, so when did you start uh, and how did you expand networking organization Okay, so um, I started in 2010. Um, I agree with you entirely about networking. I know, in fact, I think it's a very underused tool that we really do need to get back to. And I think this year really is about getting back to basics um, and not necessarily doing things because we believe we should do them, but doing them because they work. Um, I started it in the Costa del Sol, hence the name, Costa Women. And actually, that was would be my first tip. If you're thinking about starting a business, start small, but think big. Because I started small and thought small and thought, well, it would just be for women living on the Costa del Sol. But quite quickly, we um, welcomed women from Barcelona. And although Barcelona does have a coast, it's not really doesn't really fit with the Costa, de, Costa name, really, because that isn't where yeah. you would think of a Costa. So that would be my first tip. Um, and we now have 38 locations where we meet around Spain, including okay. Mallorca. Mallorca launched last year, which is great. And they are very, some of them are business, some of them are social, and some of them are a bit of both. So we, over the lockdown, the uh, 2020 year, we hosted 230 online events, but we've, we've also started to go back to, in the middle of 2020, started to go back to local events um, and on the business level as well. So local business events. Since 2014, um, I've hosted an International Women's Day conference every year in Marbella. Um, and we, you know, we do, we are, we are defined by businesses. So we're people, women first, and then obviously the business comes as a, an added bonus because people do buy from people they know, like, and trust. So it's better to build that relationship first. 
and then um, you know see how you can help and support the person with the business that you offer. Yeah. So, so Ali, roughly how many members do you have across? Uh, how many how many groups do you have, or is it just event driven? So we we do have groups. We have Facebook groups, and um, I've just about to press the button on a mighty networks platform. So we've got groups in there as well because I think people are getting a little bit fed up with Facebook. So I've gone to mighty <laughs> networks. Um, we since the started, we've welcomed um, twelve thousand two hundred fifty wow. women to the community. So. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's, it's grown quite a bit. We've done very little advertising. It's all been word of mouth. And women um, looking at maybe even moving to Spain and asking the questions before they get here. So they don't necessarily have to be living in Spain to join us. They can connect before they arrive, which is really important because you can never do enough research about moving to another country. Yeah, I agree. So... Um... You mentioned moving across to my mighty networks, did you say? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So one of the things um I was gonna discuss with you, that's one of the, one of the biggest challenges I having is technology at the moment and constantly having to adapt. Um perhaps you can tell us about the biggest challenge that you're facing in your networking organization. I think it is um well, there's a few, but I think probably the main one at the moment is about people being probably had enough of Zoom. Yeah. So, um, but the importance of networking for your business. So if they can't get to a physical event, then they tend to have dropped um, connecting with other women. And I think it is really important when you've got a business to have um mentors or buddies or whatever you like to call them that can say look I can see you're struggling um and having that open relationship to say can I help um technology yep it is a big one um because things are getting more and more complicated um business is simple but it's not necessarily easy so um we either pay for people to help us doing whatever we need to do or we have to have a big steep learning curve (laughs) to to learn how to use it yeah Um, I somebody was talking the other day about this new type of bit bitcoin it's not bitcoin but bits coin well it is linked to bitcoin I think it's called etf we got that completely wrong but that's where you can actually put your paintings online and people buy a piece of them or they buy the whole thing but they never actually physically get your painting it's done it's all done through the bitcoin technology um and that really made me feel old (laughs) so so it's keeping up to date with all the new stuff which just keeps and and then knowing whether the new stuff is actually what you should be concentrating on because maybe maybe your customers and your clients aren't actually using that platform. So you've just wasted days or weeks or months learning something and they're not even going to be there. Um, I I didn't use Clubhouse because my phone was too old to use Clubhouse, but I'm hearing from people that that's sort of died a death. I don't know if that's true, but... um, Yeah, if if it's a bit of a fad or not. 
I think to give you a really good idea in terms of the networking event space, I mean, all businesses are having to adapt quite quickly, but I think the events and the hospitality industry, even more so where things are, it just changes on a weekly, if not daily basis at the moment. So uh, making the decision whether you have a face-to-face, whether you have it online, whether you do a bit of a hybrid, which is what networking 90s are uh, going to be going for, is a bit more of a hybrid. So those that want that human interaction can get that too. Uh, but to give you a really good ideas, uh, give, give you a good uh, instance uh, where I'm constantly having to adapt is, is uh, I had my Women Business Network canary wharf group yesterday one of the members her flight got cancelled so we thought okay we'll dial her in it's fine you know technology works it's absolutely fine um but hasn't really worked out uh that the microphone wasn't going to stretch in terms of 20 people so uh bless anna um who's been one of our speakers actually by the way about networking in uh asia uh she sat there uh, probably for a good hour not just being able to see us not be able to hear us bless so we could hear her but not the other way around so uh quickly and very swiftly onto amazon to buy more technology to try and help <laughs> with the next meeting <laughs> so, yeah and it is those things that you don't know until the last until minute it happens, that it isn't, yeah. isn't going to work um i can tell you a really fun story what well, wasn't fun at the time but it's funny now um about our international women's day event in 2020 which was um, up right up until the day before the event was going to happen live. And then the day before the event, I was phoned by the, the conference venue that were where we were hosting the event, who just said to me, look, I'm really sorry, but you can't come. Um, so we had um, 15, well, we had 15 people had flown here. We had 100 mm. women that were supposed to be attending the event. Um, we had nine speakers, um, and I had in the back of my mind had a plan B, um, and that's something that you will know, Lizzie, as a, an organize, events organizer, your plans are going B, C, D, E, F. <laughs> um, so we got all of the speakers to come here, and we literally went live in my lounge um, using Facebook Live in a group that we'd created for the event, and um went live and hoped that the women were able to join us for the whole event and we literally run the event from start to finish wow. as if it was you know live in the venue even though it was live in my lounge so yeah it it, it is things like that that you really do have to sort of have an, an extra plan and, and the same for your business you know yeah um doesn't always go to to plan or your plan no, definitely not. So, uh, which kind of leads us to a really good top tip. I also wanted to ask you if you had a, any good top tips for our, our listeners about networking in general. I think in general, be consistent. So don't go along to one networking event and then say, well, that doesn't work because you didn't get any clients out of it. Um, go to networking events and well, go before you go to the networking event, actually see if you can find out who's going to be there and who you could connect with, who you want to build some sort of collaboration or, or relationship with long term. Um, there's a lovely quote, and I'd love to find out who actually said it, um, because I'm, I'm always quoting it. Um, but it's successful networking comes from a place of abundance rather than scarcity. 
a place of stretching out your hands first rather than looking for hands to stretch to you. And I think that's really important. I lived for a while in um, Phuket in Thailand and we used to go to Hong Kong quite a bit on business. And in um, Hong Kong, they I haven't got a business card here, but they they literally give their business cards to you like that. And to me, that was like, I'm giving you a piece of myself. So please accept it. And I think we're too easy to throw away business cards. You know, just, I call it the spray and pray method. You spray it around the room, hoping that it's going to land with the right person. Um, and quite often it doesn't. So follow up is a really big thing as well. Um, I don't think we follow up enough from, from people that we've met, even if no. you're not, you know, even if you're not going to see them as a potential customer. It's whether you can collaborate with them or whether they know people that might want your product or service. So um, for me, follow up. You, you know, you've invested that money to go to the event. You've invested your time to go to that event and then you don't bother following up. And then you complain that things don't happen with networking. <laughs> at, at least people should be connecting with them on LinkedIn is yeah. the way that I feel. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know how, how you feel about that, Ali, but I always say within a week, try and do your follow up. And yeah. that's exactly the same if you've offered a referral to do that too within a week. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, uh, you know, it, it's a really good reflection upon you and your business. Yeah. Well, well, also to check with the person, the best platform to connect with them on. Um, we right. don't, we, we haven't really used LinkedIn that much in Spain generally. Um, the Spanish don't really use it so much. They do, really? more, they do more now, but they didn't really before. So a lot of women didn't really have a LinkedIn profile. Um, so it's, it's finding out whether that person is best to get an email or... Um, to connect on Facebook Messenger or LinkedIn or wherever works for them. And because then that means that you're actually more interested in them because, you know, how can I best contact you rather than saying, well, I'm going to send you a message on this platform and maybe they don't, don't know about that platform or use it. Well, look, I was going to come on to one of my top tips, but you, you kind of led me nicely onto one of my, uh, my other questions is, you know, how obviously you've seen how networking is done in the UK and you've seen how it's done in Spain. Have you, you, you mentioned their LinkedIn. That's a really good nugget there. Very good. There we go. Have you got any, uh, you know, have you seen how it differs at all? Um, it does differ because if you're looking at connecting, you really, well, first of all, you really need to know who your ideal client is. Um, and why you're connecting with somebody. What's the purpose of you connecting? Is it because you just want to continue the relationship because you think you'd have a lot in common or um, you want to collaborate with them or maybe they'll be a client of you? And it's really important to know who your market is for your particular product or service. The Spanish people um, tend to, because they've already lived where you're living, you know, they've probably grown up there. So they've already got a lot of the contacts that they would want or need. So um, maybe they, you know, you, you need to really work out why you would want to connect with them. What would the benefit be for them and for you? I mean, it could just be that you want to expand your network or your business into the Spanish market. It doesn't necessarily follow that women that are living in Spain 
sell to the Spanish market as a lot of people that just stay with their own language group or so they may not necessarily um, want to have Spanish customers or their products or service may already be here in the Spanish market but they want to bring in a, a foreigner version of it as it were so it doesn't necessarily follow that everybody you meet will become a contact for you. Um, so it really is important to know who, you, who your ideal client is, what's in it for them and what are their wants and needs for you with your business. Is there any like a, a definite no-nos when networking in Spain? I think it's the same as anywhere internationally. I wouldn't say that there are specific or no, you, you know, you can't do that. Um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. So one of the top tip I was going to come on to, and it's quite relevant to one of the networking events that I did this week, is the importance of doing one-to-ones with people. So uh, there's lots of different terminology of one-to-ones in different networking organisations. My view of a one-to-one is literally sitting down to 30 to 45 minutes, half of the time each, to discuss a little bit more about your background where you have come from, whether you if you run your own business, you know, why did you decide to, to set it up, who your clients are? And the reason why one-to-ones are really important is because you are ultimately building that relationship and you get to find out a bit more background about that person. Now, one of the examples I wanted to give here is if you belong to a networking group, uh, fantastic. Um, Try and do as many one-to-ones as you can, not only with your group, but people outside your group. Because this week we had someone that was recommended to somebody else. They subsequently had a one-to-one. And actually in that conversation, it turned out that they needed a service or somebody else in another group. So that's generally how networking really works. And it was great to see that it wasn't just inside that group that was getting the business but obviously spread your contacts much further further afield uh one give us one top tip then ali before we go i think really even if you have the same products or service as somebody else i mean i don't know how yours works lizzie but we we open all the doors to everybody we don't say oh we've already got a lawyer you can you know you can't come to this group for instance and i think we've lost the art of collaboration so maybe because we are all very unique. Um, so we bring ourselves to the meeting or to our businesses or to our social media and how we set that up and what we share is very unique. So it's really important for us not to be concerned by the, you know, something that somebody else is doing in our niche, but to remember that we are that particular unique person and we bring that uniqueness to the table i com- i completely agree with you ali so uh Net- networking 90 and women business network is both one profession role um that's generally because you might get a top heavy group with lots of professions over another so it kind of just helps it flow a bit better um but um i have had instances where somebody has said oh well i'm not going to recommend that person because i already know somebody in that industry and actually you know what it like you were saying it's very much about personality about fit Um, There might be somebody that I think would work really well with one of my clients over somebody else, literally just down to 
um, again, goes back to previous experience where they've been and what ideally those clients are looking for. So never um, underestimate what one, what people, you know, the, the contacts that people have in their little black book. So be, as you were saying, be open to collaboration, folks. Yeah, yeah. And I also think that over the last 18 months to, you know, two years of what's been going on with COVID, a lot of people have actually changed what they're doing. So, so they may before have been this particular, yeah. had this particular business or this particular role. And now they've decided, actually, I'm life short. I want to do what I want to do. And they've gone off yep. to do something else. So, um, you know, you may find that they're not doing what they were doing previously. And now they're inter- doing something even more interesting. Brilliant. Well, look, Ali, you've been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed uh, for coming on to the Networking Diaries. For those that uh, tag me in social media, you could win yourself a Networking Diaries diary. There we go, which is just what you need for 2022. Thank you very much indeed. And do check us out on the Networking Diaries uh, webpage, which has got loads of different information and top tips on there about networking. Thank you. Thank you.